This is the Daily Signal podcast for Wednesday, December 20th. I'm Virginia Allen. We are slowly learning more about the events of October 7th in Israel and how communities across the nation were affected by Hamas's terrorist attack that day. The agricultural community of Enabzor is not far from the border of Gaza. And on October 7th, they experienced a miracle. No one in their community was killed or taken hostage. And that's a story in and of itself. But the people who live there have been evacuated since it is a war zone. And so the crops that they grow in that agricultural community are being affected, which affects all of Israel. The organization CityServe is stepping up to help. And the vice president of government relations for CityServe, Todd Lamphere, he joins the show today to share both the amazing story of how Enabzor defended itself on October 7th, but also how the American people can be a part of meeting the needs of that community, which is a community that through their agricultural work serves all of Israel. So stay tuned for our conversation after this. Hi, this is Rob Louie, executive editor of The Daily Signal and co-host of this podcast. Each day we strive to bring you news you can trust. We see it as our mission to cut through the liberal media spin and provide honest, thorough, and responsible reporting on the most important issues of the day. But we can't do it without your help. As we approach the end of the year, The Daily Signal is counting on donations from listeners like you. We are the nonprofit news outlet of the Heritage Foundation and rely on generous gifts from our supporters. Please help us by making a tax-deductible year-end gift. You can do so by visiting dailysignal.com donate. Your gift will ensure that we continue producing cutting-edge journalism and investigative reporting. Again, that website is dailysignal.com donate. Thanks for listening. We are grateful for your support. We are joined today by the Vice President of Government Relations at CityServe, Todd Lamphere. Thank you so much, Todd, for being with us today. It's an honor, Virginia. Thank you. Well, if you would, as we kick off, go ahead and talk a little bit about what you all do at CityServe and what your core mission is as you seek to empower the church to really be the church, to mobilize the church. Well, CityServe is a collaborative network of, of churches whose primary goal, if I could put it in one word, is uh, CityServe exists to resource the local church so that they can become the heroes in their community. Wow, that's simple and powerful, uh, but also we know it takes a lot of work to achieve that mission and a lot of people. And so you all work in so many different capacities, really all over our, our, our not only America, but the world. And one of those places you all are seeking to help and to serve right now is in Israel. CityServe International is currently working to help an Israeli community that was targeted on October 7th when Hamas attacked Israel. Can you tell us about this, specifically this agricultural community, and what happened there on October 7th? Well, this community is a, uh, uh, it is an agricultural community. In fact, 60% of Israel's produce comes from this region. It's really, uh, in biblical terms, it's the Valley of Eshkol. Uh, but Enabzur, uh, which is the Moshav uh, that uh, uh, called Enabzur, uh, is actually a biblical town. And uh, 1 Samuel 30, David and his 600 men defeat Ziglag. The Amkites come from behind, take all their wives, children, uh, uh, livestock. And uh, the 600 chase after the Amalekites. Uh, they stop at a place called the Valley of Bashur or 
modern day Enabzur, hmm. and 200 of them said, you know what, can't go any farther. We're going to stage camp here. The rest of the 400 went, got all their livestock and their families back. And, uh, and, and what Enabzur has done is, is really lived up to its reputation, uh, from the, from the Bible times. And, uh, they, uh, they were attacked at, uh, uh, on the 7th of October, uh, just like many of the kibbutzes around them were. Uh, but they're the only uh, village uh, not to sustain any casualties where Hamas attacked. In fact, they, uh, with four handguns and one guy holding a rock, they thwarted the uh, offensive attack of the Hamas terrorists mm. and protected their uh, Moshav, protected their village. I mean, that's just unbelievable. I was reading the story of of how they did defeat Hamas, really, um, to the point where, you know, the terrorists seemed to walk away and say, well, it's not it's not worth it to keep uh, keep pressing forward, at least in, in this community. Um, talk a little bit when, when you have spoken to people from and absorb this agricultural community that I believe is only about three miles from the border of Gaza. What have the people there told you about how they were able to fend off Hamas and um, what what has been happening there uh, since then? Well, Virginia, the, the protection of Enabzor really is a series of miracles. So uh, every Moshoff or kibbutz or village is given five M16s by the Israeli Defense Force, the IDF. Uh, you can't own a rifle uh, as a civilian in Israel. And so they're, they're grossly uh, uh, undergunned, as, as you would say. And, and on this uh, particular day, a couple of things happened that were, were miracles. Uh, the Hamas had, had been coming across uh, in the weeks prior and stealing their vehicles. So they were on heightened alert anywheres, anyway. So where you would normally have maybe your uh, your volunteer civilian defense force, uh, kibbutzes would have maybe 10 or 15. They had beefed up to about 70. Mm. Now, this is a this is a Moshoff that has 320 families, 1,100 residents. 400 of those 1,100 residents are are under the age of 12. So it literally is a, a Moshav of children. So they were on heightened alert anyways. The head of the volunteer de, uh, defense force was at the music festival that Hamas attacked. Uh, he had left that music festival an hour early. Mm. And so they were prepped, primed, and ready to go. And the decision was made by uh, Alon Gepner, uh, one of the residents, to close the gates two minutes before uh, Hamas, the Hamas terrorists came and started attacking and absorb. So God was just protecting them all along the way. And this is one of the reasons why CityServe has, has picked uh, and absorb. Uh, they've got that spirit of resiliency. They did defend. But because they didn't have any casualties and homes weren't burned and all the atrocities that happened in like Kibbutz Niraz, which is one mile away, or Kibbutz Beri, which is another mile away, um, they get overlooked uh, mm. uh, because they successfully protected their, their village. So we thought, let's go ahead and let's invest in this community right here. 
and I've met with them. I, I flew in. Uh, I've been boots on the ground. I've seen the uh, the horrors in the the kibbutzes next next to Enabzur. I've flown to a lot, which is where ninety percent of the uh, 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 the village is staying, about three hours away, uh, in hotels. And they are a resilient people. They know that they were protected by God, and they also understand their responsibility to help these other kibbutzes rebirth and rebuild. So even though the people of Enabzor, <clears throat> excuse me, even though the people of Enabzor, their um, their homes uh, were not necessarily destroyed, and praise God, they survived. They still are not able because of the close proximity to God that they are still not able to return to their community. Correct. That is correct. No one in that region is living there in the southern part of Israel. Uh, in fact, even more so now that the IDF has uh, uh, really um, pinpointed uh, the, the southern tip of Gaza as their next uh, strategy for eradicating the Hamas terrorists. Okay. And because you mentioned earlier that they grow 60% of Israel's agriculture, what does that mean for their greenhouses left there? Who's attending to those greenhouses? And I'm sure those crops that, <clears throat> excuse me, those crops that the Israeli people count on every year. Yeah, so the um, uh, the field workers uh, uh, are, we're, we're primarily Thai workers. Uh, the Taiwanese government sent 6,000 of the field workers back home in to get them out of the region. So literally, um, they they have no foreign field workers anymore. Uh, in addition to that, uh, three hundred thousand uh, have been called up to uh, to uh, to fight in this fight against uh, Hamas. So literally, there's no one there to harvest the crops. And mm-hmm. if uh, if people don't come in, don't help, don't assist, then you know these crops are. Uh, are going to uh, die on the ground. The new crops aren't going to be uh, planted as well. So uh, you have the potential of uh, food insecurity uh, in the very near future in Israel. So that's where, of course, <laughs> where CityServe comes in. And I know you all are, are trying to be part of that solution to prevent that food insecurity. What does that look like? Talk about what you all are doing. And I know that you have made the decision made the decision to bring a group of folks from Enabzor over to the United States to talk to Americans about the issue and to share their own story. You know, we just finished up a, a, a small U.S. tour in Nashville uh, 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 throughout Florida, Dallas, Phoenix, uh, on many of the, the t- uh, television shows, The Huckabee Show, uh, Daystar, TBN, uh, and, and really just to tell the story. And the response has been extraordinary uh, with people just wanting to come alongside them, help them. Uh, there are a few things that we are doing. And, and whenever you have a war, like we've, we've been in Ukraine for uh, since the war started, you know, there's phases to what you do and you have the immediate uh, phase. And, and that is just to get them uh, what they need in this town of a lot where they're staying. So we're, you know, we've, we've purchased washing machines uh, for them to, to, to just wash their clothes in the, in the, uh, the hotel to uh, buying cabinets and things like that so they could start schooling and, and just try to get the kids back to some 
sense of normality, even though they're three hours away. But the second thing that we wanted to do is, is we want to say, listen, uh, let's rethink how we send people to Israel. Uh, most people going to Israel that are, uh, that are of the Christian faith, they're, they go there to take from Israel. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I just simply mean that they're there to look at the sites, to see where Jesus uh, died, where he was buried, where he was baptized, get baptized in the Jordan, to do all of those things. What we're saying is let's continue to do those, but let's take three or four or five days and let's go to the fields and, and let's let's serve the nation of Israel by helping them harvest their crops. Mm-hmm. And so that's our next phase going into it. Uh, there are things that we're going to be doing within Absur, uh, you know, like replacing all of the doors uh, in the in in their safe rooms. Uh, you know what uh, what we found out, and unfortunately, the majority of people that were killed on that day uh, were killed uh, while they were in their safe room. And the safe rooms were built for bombs, but not bullets. They weren't bulletproof uh, and they didn't have locks on them. And so just even the practical thing of let's come in and let's change those doors so that they are bulletproof and that they do have locks. And then from there to help their security, that would be the last phase that we're really you know, looking to do is to beef up their security. That's critical. When it comes to being the hands that are actually harvesting the crops, are are you all taking teams of Americans over to be a part of that in in the near future? And, you know, for folks who would think, well, I would love to go do that, but also what are the safety concerns given proximity to Gaza? Yeah, the, uh, safety obviously is a concern. Uh, and right now seems the, uh, this is where uh, the IDF's military campaign is really focused right now. Uh, but there are also, uh, uh, there are farms that are a, a bit farther away uh, that are out of um, uh, that, that, that war zone in, in, uh, on the Gaza border. Uh, farms that are closer to Tel Aviv, for instance. Um, obviously, anytime you're in Israel, you know, you're, you're going to be subject to, to rockets uh, coming over and bombs and things like that. But, but for the most part, once you get away from that, uh, that Southern Strip, it's, it's safe. And, uh, and so we keep that as number one, uh, uh, safety first. Uh, but the second is, uh, this is a great opportunity to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Um, you know, the, the reality is, uh, in Absur, many of them had never met an evangelical Christian before. Mm-hmm. And the first time that they meet an evangelical Christian, uh, myself and in uh, uh, a few others, it's like you're actually coming here to help us, to be part of us. Uh, hopefully it just brings a, uh, a positive reflection on the God that we serve. Yeah. When you talk to the people of Enabzor and hear their stories, what are they telling you about about how they're doing in in the wake of October 7th? And what is the message that you think they really want the American people to hear? They're hurting um, Virginia uh, in a big way. Um, there literally isn't anyone in Enabzor who does not know multiple people who are either kidnapped or killed. You, you just... Uh, Two of the girls that we brought with their dad, uh, Dr. Geppner and his two daughters, uh, Ruth and Ella, uh, they had 60 funerals. Uh, 
mm. uh, that uh, of their friends, their teachers, or their coaches. I mean, they're they're going to be impacted. The mental health crisis that uh, is going to need to be addressed uh, is. Uh, uh, is is beyond really our comprehension to really wrap our brains around it. Uh, but there are strong people, and they just want to help. Now, I will say this: what what they want from America is for America to know that America stands by them. Um, they are in solidarity in Israel when it comes to defeating Hamas and in doing whatever it takes so that this never happens again. Uh, unlike Americans, they know their history. Uh, now it's just since 1948, they, they understand, you know, uh, uh, what they've been through and they understand what needs to be, uh, what steps need to be taken so that this doesn't happen again. And they have great resolve right now as a country, uh, to do whatever it needs to take in, in the message they would love for, uh, Americans to know is don't forget us. Yeah. Stand by us. Let us do what we need to do. So then as CityServe partners with NAbsor, how can we, everyone listening, myself included, how can we partner with CityServe? What are what are the ways, whether it be financially or uh, actually taking an opportunity if time allows to to be able to go and be a part of the hands and feet on the ground who are, for example, helping to harvest crops? Yeah, I think there are three things, Virginia. The first is pray. You know, that we, 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 we tend to say that and it, it, it sounds so trite, uh, but prayer really is uh, the greatest asset, the greatest weapon, uh, the greatest tool that we have as believers. The first is to pray. The second is to give. Uh, there is, uh, we, we also, I, I should have mentioned this uh, before, but we also are, are, are helping uh, city serve is giving a, the families of Inabzor a stipend, uh, mm. a monthly stipend to help them because they're not working. Um, and, uh, and so bills still need to be paid. And, uh, and although what we give them doesn't, uh, won't cover all of their needs, what it does say probably is more emotional than it is financial that we're there, there, there are Christian believers in the United States who are financially helping them. And these people don't want to hand out. They are mm -hmm. proud people. They don't want to hand out that they can use a hand up. And so that's what we're doing. So the, the first is to pray. The second is to give. And the third is to go. Uh, if if uh, the time is right for someone to go, uh, contact us at CityServe. And you can go to CityServe.us. You can hit the Israel tab there and you can join the efforts that we have with CityServe Israel. We 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 have CityServe Israel like we have CityServe Europe with Ukraine and cities of Costa Rica and others, and 100% of what they give uh, goes to the effort in Israel. Excellent. Thank you so much. Todd Lamphere of CityServe. Again, that website, if you want to learn more, is cityserve.us. But sir, we really appreciate your time today, and we appreciate everything that you and all the folks at CityServe are doing to help Israel uh, and to be the hands and feet of Christ there. Thank you so much, Virginia. That's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you for being with us. If you have not done so, if you would take a minute to leave The Daily Signal a five-star rating and review today, we really appreciate your feedback. And also be sure to hit that subscribe button. 
We will see you right back here around 5 p.m. for our top news edition. And in the meantime, have a great rest of your day. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.